grateful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, joy is our superpower. Always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. I am your host, Sade Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I have created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM. And yes, if you didn't know already, that's me singing on the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez and The Quakes. And guess what? I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode, but it's time to introduce our special guest live in the studio with us. He's an elected, it was elected as a city council member for the city of Oxnard, a humanitarian, business owner, public speaker, writer, and lover of comedy. I have a special intro for him, Gabe Turan. Wow, thank you, Sade. You know, when I worked at Hollywood Video, they would never do something like that for me when I'd show up for work. So that's <laughs> that's great. That means a lot. That is, every time I hear that intro, it makes me laugh so hard. And I think of all the um, the memes that have come from that sermon from T.D. Jakes. And he's sitting there shouting, telling everyone to wake up. And I was like, that is the perfect <laughs> intro for my show. Yeah, and she's not kidding, folks. She was here rolling, laughing at that. And she's nine episodes in. Let's throw that out there. Oh, oh my gosh. And so you are my longtime dear friend. You have been a wonderful support and encouragement to me since we first met many moons ago. You are well-loved by thousands of people in Ventura County, and you have made a positive impact in countless lives over the past 20 years. Gabe, that's you. Did you know that? Well, when you put it that way. (laughs) And yeah, I... um, First off, thanks for having me, Sade. I uh, I always love working with you. You are mm. a dear friend, but always a consummate professional. Thank you, you are all about positivity. You're just a total vibe. Like, Thank I you. just I love our time together always. Thank you so much. So, how are you doing? I am absolutely great. And uh, you know, I just I gotta say at the top when you did that intro, uh, mm-hmm. not the meme intro, but the you yes. know the stated intro. You know, yes. city council member, yes. a lover of comedy, humanitarian, humanitarian. business yes. owner. Yes. yes, and yes, I am a business owner now too. And you know, I spent Public all that speaker. money on spent all that money on a master's degree in business. I might as well get something out of it, I guess. <laughs> right. But um, no, I I'm doing great. Like life is great right now. I feel just so incredibly fortunate to. Be able to be uh, not only here sitting in this seat at this very moment, mm-hmm. be at this place in time right now to be able to uh, 
work towards positive change in our community yeah. and work with people who have that kind of like mindset, mm-hmm. yourself included. Thank you. So you're one of the first people I reached out to, Gabe, about being a special guest on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne. As you know, this is a new kind of comedy. We feature special and celebrity guest comedians and funny entertainers live in the studio and comedy fans. And we share funny and encouraging stories. We And, hear her- and then you have me. <laughs> Well, you you go you fit in there as like lover of comedy and funny, you know, funny people and hilarious memories from the listeners. We play music and much more. And I know you also believe that comedians are superheroes without the capes and doing the good Lord's work. (laughs) So have you always been a comedy fan? And when did you first discover your passion for comedy? All right. So I have to share that. you know, and my my mom, uh, shout out to my mom, Adrienne. Uh, she may remember this. As a kid, I'd come home from elementary school and uh, every day in the afternoon, VH1, which this may be a, a quick side note for folks, VH1 used to be a channel that was kind of like MTV and also mm-hmm. played music, but it yeah. was like, you know, uh, music if you were over 40 back in the 90s. I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> but every day um, in the afternoon, they would play a, a show called Stand Up Spotlight. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted by Rosie O'Donnell and by, uh, oh my gosh, I'm spacing on it, uh, Bobby. Uh, oh, well, my, my apologies, Bobby, if you're listening right now. At least you but, got the first name. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's good. But um, I would watch it every day. And back then in the early 90s, you had folks who've come up now. I mean, you had, uh, I can think back, David Spade, mm-hmm. Bramford, uh, you know, uh, some folks, even the hosts like, mm-hmm. were there, right? Yeah. But um, I would love that every day. And it was just seeing comedy, stand-up. I always liked hearing, uh, like, we had records back then, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they would play. And yes. there was some old uh, George Carlin stuff, which I probably shouldn't have been listening to it <laughs> 10 years old. But We I mean, were listening to it and watching a lot of stuff we should have not been. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, again, shout out to my mom for letting me watch Pulp Fiction when I was 11. Um, no. Put your bubble blast like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a, a true thanks. Yes. Now, I will say, I that's not a joke. Like, I really was watching Pulp Fiction 11 years old. Mm-hmm. But know that, although, um, would I let my... 10 year old watch it well next year she's gonna be 11 yeah so that's a real conversation but mm-hmm. it did give me insight and thought into like uh non-linear storytelling and mm. how a really well-written well-acted movie and great story could affect someone it right. had a, an effect on me at 11 years old right and i became at that point a lover of storytelling and of mm. movies especially mm-hmm. and but we're here for comedy so. no but they go hand in hand they absolutely yeah do. they go a lot of the comedians love acting and so it all goes hand yeah. in hand but my mom may remember um mm-hmm. and family members there was a time when i was a kid yeah. very young i was like oh yeah i want to go into stand-up comedy i'd like wow. to do that and stand-up comedy at that age as you may hear from your actual professional comedians who mm-hmm. come on here stand-up comedy at that age is actually like telling jokes and like snaps out in the schoolyard yes. or uh, saying, saying things during <laughs> class that shouldn't be said, class right? Clowns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So wow, from a young age, so that was actually your first like career passion. You thought was going to be stand up comedy. I did. I don't wow. know if I liked the the comedy or if I liked the attention. But mm. <laughs> you're like, what? Are, what are the other? They probably would say the same thing as you. And sh- and so share with us a couple of your funniest memories. It can be from recent, from growing up. Anything you want to share? Oh wow. So funny memories. Um, you know, I, I do a shout out to my wife, too, who's also a lover of comedy. And we she's have so awesome. She is. Thank you. for Thank you for backing me up on that. Mm-hmm. So you, you heard it there, folks. My wife is awesome. <laughs> um, so we both have a very uh, complimentary sense of humor with each other mm-hmm. and we can get super dry with each other <laughs> and we can clap back at each other. Yeah. But um, there are moments in life that it's hard to pinpoint. But I will say there have been moments where uh she will say something or I will say something that now becomes a thing. It becomes yeah. a moment and then it like carries on to now being this like uh, the inside joke, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I won't point it that back to one moment, but I will say having that ability to start and share those memories with another person or with family members, I mean, that's great. I mean, I will share though. Here's a quick story that does come to mind. And y'all got to stay with me because uh, you need to use your imagination on this one. So All my, right, I'm ready. My sister and I um, had this uh, ongoing near like 35 year prank war with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so when we lived together, you know, at my parents' house, that mm-hmm. was, you know, th- thing we'd go back and forth with each other, especially scaring each other at random times. 
I remember there was this one time that I was in the living room watching a movie late at night and I heard her get up and like go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go in her room. I'm gonna scare her. <gasps> All right, so I go into her room and her door opens inwards. I'm hiding behind the door, right? So I'm like, I got it all planned out. She mm -hmm. closes the door. She turns around. I'm going to scare her. Mm -hmm. So I hear her come out of the bathroom. I hear her walk down the hallway. I'm like, all right, let's get ready. Here it is. <laughs> Hold your breath. Stay perfectly still. She comes in. Doors closing. Lights are all off. Mm -hmm. And ah, I scare her, right? <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. During her time walking from the bathroom door to her room door, mm -hmm. she found her cat and picked him up and was <gasps> petting him. And so he clawed his way over her shoulder and like jumped off and around it. Yeah. And so um, that was a great memory. I, uh, again, shout out to my family and now my sister. Everyone's getting a shout out today. That's so, so funny. I love it. This is the time. <laughs> yeah. Those, those unintentional things is what I'm getting at. Those yes. unintentional memories of, um, of, funny and memorable core core stuff core memories that mm. you will remember for your lifetime that bring yeah. joy when you think back on them i just mm -hmm. very fortunate to be able to make those with people who yeah. i care about and are around me right it is funny when you think about that because i think how and you and i are around are the same age and so my brother and i grew up watching ww when it was wwf and so me and my brother well, that's would way always, back that's, yes, that's a throwback right me there. and my brother would always wrestle each other and we would pretend we were the wrestlers and so we're jumping off the stuff we're rolling around <laughs> and it's so funny when you think about it now because this is back when my brother and I were about the same size I'm not much taller than I was <laughs> when I was a kid <laughs> but me and my brother are on the same size and we just be like wrestling each other and it was just so fun when you think of those moments like those good times when you're a kid and so I yeah. love that and if you want a, an analog to that uh, yeah. my sister and I uh, you know back in the 90s there was this discussion around mm -hmm. um do video games cause violent behavior oh, in yes. kids? And me being the intellectual I am, I did a science project about that, <laughs> I think in fifth grade. Uh, we actually, a uh, friend and I, we played Mortal Kombat like on his Sega Genesis in his living room and had his young brother, like he was probably like five years old at the time, watch us playing. Mm -hmm. And then we monitored if he had exhibited violent behavior afterwards, which he did. I think we were just ahead <laughs> of our time. I think we should have placed at least third place yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, even an honorable mention back in the 90s, didn't you get a trophy for everything? I don't remember getting a trophy for that. <laughs> but anyway, so violent behavior, right? Mm -hmm. So... Similar to what you said, my sister and I used to play Mortal Kombat like on the couch. And mm -hmm. there was a stage called the pit where you could like punch someone and they fall down this like bottomless pit, right? Mm -hmm. And so we would like legit fight each other with special moves and like fireballs and like punching each <laughs> other to see who would like fall off the couch and fall into the pit. And um, yeah, we, we used to do that. We stopped now. When we turned 25, 26, we realized like, you know, we gotta, we're gonna hurt ourselves. <laughs> You're like, we're not going to do it. That's so funny. So for both of us, comedians have been very cathartic and influential to our lives, giving us comfort during some of our hardest times and also providing some of our fondest memories. So we always let our listeners know that this year we're making space for more laughter, more joy and more playfulness. Tune in live every week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here. And the episode will re-air throughout the week. And it's also available to download on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts. People are literally messaging me all around the world who either tune in live to the show or they go back and listen to it afterwards. And it's just been super exciting. So we're very thankful to every one of you. So Gabe, I hear you have an interest in pursuing stand-up comedy. Hmm. I don't know where you heard that, but hmm. right. I heard it from him, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, here's a, a pre-pandemic story for y'all. Yes. Uh, uh, shout out to the Thirsty Ox. I, I know, I think they just reopened. I don't know if they changed their name or not, but pre-pandemic, they were having these open mic, open mic nights on Monday nights. And as I just mentioned to you, Shade, you know, it's always been something I've been interested in. I've always loved it. I've followed it, mm -hmm. uh, especially some of the greats out there. And I've always wanted to do it. And mm -hmm. as you mentioned, you know, I do public speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm always comfortable in front of a room, especially if it's something I know I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And so um, I kept thinking, okay, open mic, like I need to do this. Like I've always wanted to do it. And um, I did have the opportunity at a statewide conference for a previous role that I had they had a talent show night for folks and they had folks who sang, they had right. folks who, you know, did I, I said, hey, can I do stand-up comedy? And they're like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And um, it was practically uh, an HBO special. It was almost like 20 minutes in length. <laughs> but, um, you know, I did that. It was a friendly audience though. And I said, yeah. like, okay, I did okay with that. 
Wow. And so I was like, all right. I love I'm, it. You've already done it before then. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if that counts, but. <laughs> it does count. So um, so for the Thirsty Ox, I was like, okay, this is next step. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. So I went a couple nights on Monday nights. I just hung back. And I don't drink either. So to mm-hmm. be at the bar hanging out, I was like, yeah, let me get some more club soda. Thanks. <laughs> but He's a square like me, y'all. <laughs> so, um, so it was great. And I saw the folks. They go up. They do their few minutes. I'm like, okay. I can do this. And I'm like writing stuff out, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, formulating what I'm going to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and everything closed. I think bars and restaurants oh, closed yeah. first. And, and it's like, okay, well, I'll put that on hold. Mm-hmm. And now here we are uh, three years later. It's like, well, you know, that's indefinitely on hold. Yeah. But I like the fact that I thought about it. Yes. And <laughs> I was willing to do it. I was this close. Yeah, like, I was this close. Well, you know what? You still got that material. So... I'm sure it's somewhere. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's... I can recreate it. I'm sure. Exactly. If you're an if you're a comedian interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to me via social media, Instagram. I am S A D E C H A M P A G N E. Facebook Shade Champagne or Twitter Shade Champagne or email Shade Champagne Music at gmail.com. The same goes for musical artists who would like to submit their music to be played on the show. We are booked until almost the end of May. But we'll start taking more guests soon, which is a great problem to have. I'm thankful instead of being like, nobody wants to be on the show. But, you know, you don't find many public uh, speakers and entertainers that are like, I don't want to talk about myself and I don't want to be in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, folks, uh, if you're thinking about it, don't sleep on that. Because <laughs> literally when you emailed me with some dates and they yes. were back in January, I was yes. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do January yes. such and such. And you came back with, oh, now March is available. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, let's let's plan for March. I know. So glad we got you in. And so, as you mentioned, Gabe, you are a writer and a public speaker as well. Tell us about the process of how you write your speeches. And as you enter into stand-up, whenever you do that, how do you plan on writing for stand-up? All right. So um, can I talk about storytellers? I know we were talking about that yes, before we get... Yes, I love that. All right. So uh, there was a... Um, a uh, program that the VC Star sponsored, which was, I think, a national effort, mm-hmm. and it's called Storytellers. And folks would come on and write stories about their lives and share them with an audience at about 10 minutes, right? It wasn't a TED Talk. It wasn't a how-to. It wasn't like, hey, this is my life. It was legit stories, and they even had coaches to help you in how you formulated your stories. Mm-hmm. And when I write, especially on something like that, I like there to be a flow to it. I like mm-hmm. there to be symmetry. And if folks want to go to the storytellers website, I hope it's still up, but because um, I, I don't think that program exists anymore within mm-hmm. at least VC Star. But um, you'll note that the two stories I was very fortunate to be able to tell one was about uh, with my wife and our loss of our first child. Mm-hmm. The other one was about uh, growing up without my dad and coming to terms with that and realizing his challenges as a as an adult were things I couldn't hold on to. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't keep that inside because that was him and his journey. I love those stories you Thank told you. too. And so, but the way that I wrote those was I wanted there to be, as I mentioned, a flow to them. And I mm-hmm. wanted it to feel like people were on this journey with me and understanding, uh, feeling what I felt and knowing that uh, there's a beginning, a middle and an end, but there's there's these patterns mm-hmm. in what we go through in life. Yeah. And these, these things that are like many repeats of, past experiences Mm. and I'm a firm believer because of that that what we experience if we learn from it we're better equipped to deal with it when that situation or a similar situation or feeling comes along the next time Mm. when we don't learn from it or we bury it down Mm -hmm. or we mask it with substance use or something along those lines Mm -hmm. um, we only set ourselves up again to be in that same hurt when it comes along sometimes Mm. even more hurt Mm -hmm. and from not learning the first time so that's my like style and how i write kind of that's a little bit deeper than i think no i love no that's but i like symmetry in that and when i did write we know comedy is actually very deep they're coming from a deep place and writing and anything with public speaking so thank you for sharing that. no of course and i I like symmetry and balance as well and if you go look at those items or if you're able to dig deep enough and you find that Mm stand-up thing that set that i did for (laughs) a, a state conference several years ago yeah um you'll see that i do have a try and have a balance too where um I do try to get uh, kind of introspective and deep with people, yeah. but do it in a funny way or have them laugh, but then follow it up with, uh, well, what about this though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, there is one thing I did. I did, okay, I'll just out myself here. Yes. I did a couple times like some stand-up sets. I think I did three total for that same statewide conference over the course Ooh, of a couple of years. Yeah. But you're gonna have to go deep to find those recordings, <laughs> folks, because I ain't gonna share them. But <laughs> there was one where I wanted to be a little bit different. It was called the soundtrack of your life, mm. right? 
and the idea was I had these, and you can't post it on YouTube. I'm sure they take it down for copyright reasons because oh, yeah. I use actual songs in it. Yeah. But I had these songs that mm -hmm. matched up with experiences that happen in our life. Mm -hmm. Thinking about like a score or a soundtrack from a movie when something happens that's pivotal in a person's life yeah. in that movie, mm -hmm. if um, they do their job right and they play a song associated with that moment, the feelings you feel for that character at that time and the song associated with that, with that now, every time you hear that song, you're going to think about the experience that character had mm -hmm. in that story. And that's if you, true. If you think of songs now, if there's a song that comes on, you're like, I remember this song came on in this movie and that's what I think about all times now. I remember wow. it was in this show when this happened, right? Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And so I had these funny moments that happened in life yeah. and how you could respond mm -hmm. with with a song, right? Mm -hmm. And there was one where like a state administrator called me and they said, uh, hey, you know, so-and-so is on the phone and it's like, uh, you know, a very like foreboding sound, mm -hmm. right? Oh no, like the song, you know. <laughs> but then- um, Oh no, yeah. oh no. <laughs> but then- um, there's also, uh, you know, you make a joke like, oh, I don't care what the state administrator says. And then, hey, the state administrator's on the phone. And then now it's like the theme to curb your enthusiasm, right? <laughs> or it's like, oh, that's me clowning myself, I guess, right? <laughs> you, play, you change your tune then. I you're think like, back, you're yeah, like, hello. <laughs> yeah, I think back then the phrase is congratulations, you just played yourself, right? But the idea that. at the end is where I kind of wrapped it all up was yeah. letting folks know, like, you determine the soundtrack of your life. Mm. You can... Um, how you react to situations and things that happen. Mm -hmm. You can have a very sad song, you can have a very upbeat song, but the the vibe that you put on the things that happen to you helps ha helps you navigate through those. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with being sad, there's nothing wrong with being happy and everything in between, mm. but how you determine that and what you do with it, I think is um, how we kind of guide our lives and how we, we continue that vibe that we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I love too is you, both you and I are very passionate about drug and alcohol abuse prevention. And I think in a sense what you're sharing too is that all these creative outlets you have help you to not steer in those directions because you have a way to be able to express those things and feel those feelings and process through things. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for me, uh, I, I look at my life as a culmination of not only what I've been through, but what others who came before me have been through as well. Mm -hmm. And I know you and I have talked about this before. Um, I truly feel that there are people in my life, whether I know it or not, who worked very, very hard so that I wouldn't have to work as hard. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true for all of us, Yeah. whether it be our parents, our aunts, uncles, family, friends, or teachers. Mm -hmm. Someone who dedicated themselves to us or our well-being or our success mm -hmm. so that way we wouldn't have to work as hard and for folks listening right now um you can't see me but uh i'm brown and so <laughs> um I, I i've always worked with youth in ventura county and one of the things i try to impress on them is there are people in your lives right now who work very hard that may be your parents and especially uh, youth who hail from farm worker families mm -hmm. i mean they get up early in the morning before the sun comes up they are they're uh, rain or shine, doing the yeah. work, and they're working super hard so that you don't have to work in the fields. Like mm. that's, that I guarantee you, they don't want you to be doing what they're doing. They're working hard so you don't have to. Mm. And mm -hmm. remembering that and moving forward with that and honoring that work that came before you. Mm. So that way you can go a little bit farther, push your family a little bit farther. So people come after you, don't have to work as hard as you did, and they can go a little bit farther themselves. Mm, that's so good, Gabe. I love that. That's incredible. Thank you. And so out of all your talents and creative gifts, which one is your favorite? Oh, which of my talents and gifts is my favorite? You know you got a lot of, oh. a lot of them, and you better receive these compliments, my friend. Thank you. I, <laughs> I am working on that. Um, well, that, that is at, like asking me which of my kids is my favorite. <laughs> that's what a lot of yeah. the guests say. They're like Charlotte, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. I love both of my kids. They're good. All right. Um, so I, I do, I, I have to give myself grace and space here to it. Uh, acknowledge my um, natural ability to connect with people and listen mm -hmm. to people. Yes. Uh, my wife would probably counter and say, no, you don't listen at home. But <laughs> You'd probably be tired at the end of the day. You're yeah. like, I don't have nothing else to give, buddy. Sorry. But when it, when it, when it comes down to it, and especially, you know, just to kind of blend in my city council role here, mm -hmm. um, if there's one thing I've learned over the course of my career, it's that especially young people, especially our marginalized communities, they don't feel they have a voice. They don't feel there's a space for them to be listened to. Mm -hmm. And they need at minimum that to start mm -hmm. with, like acknowledge right. your input matters. Your voice has value. If you don't feel like anybody is going to listen to you, like I'm here, like I'm going to listen to you right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, if you want to call it a talent, if you want to call it an innate ability, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to hearing what people are actually trying to say, what the, the, the crux of the issue is in city council, like when they're mm-hmm. upset and frustrated, it's like, right. okay, like what are they truly saying? Like what's mm-hmm. under the surface here and how can we address mm-hmm. the physical thing they're talking about, but the figurative thing they're talking about too. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to city stuff, usually that's a process or right. a lack of communication or whatever the case is. How do we fix that? Mm-hmm. So that way we don't have them or others in this same situation in the future. Mm, I love that. And so Gabe, how have comedy and laughter helped you in life? Oh, well, you gotta laugh things off. I mean, <laughs> um, I was just talking with someone just before this on the phone about a um, an actual uh, pretty serious situation, right? And it looks like that's kind of coming to pass now. And it's one of those issues that, okay, a lot of it ended up solving itself, but we had contingencies in place in case it didn't. But she said to me, and I agree, like, you know, at this point, because we're now looking back on this, we've mm-hmm. had lessons learned. Um, you can see kind of the humor and the absurdity and where we were and what we've been able to come through as well. And mm. I say, I appreciate you saying that <laughs> because yeah. um, humor can certainly help with things. And, you know, growing up, you know, coming from a, a family, you know, my mom and, uh, you know, my dad were never together. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even meet my dad till I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. My mom's first marriage failed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, a pretty, pretty, substantial uh, experience for my sister and I as far Mm -hmm. as that divorce went. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I compensated for that by trying to be humorous, trying Mm -hmm. to be likable with Mm -hmm. people at school. And I kind of felt like I didn't fit in at my school too Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And so um, using that humor to kind of disarm people, engage Mm -hmm. people and um, really, really feel connected more with people. Mm -hmm. And that's how I've used humor in my life. And I will say that some of the greats, you know, I'm going to throw out, yeah. some, I'm going to drop some names there. Yes. So Robin Williams, first of all, mm-hmm. um, may he rest in paradise. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good example of somebody who was just feeling like they were always on, right? Yeah. When you see interviews with him, when you yeah. see him on stage, like just this really like huge personality, yeah. right? But then hearing him talk in interviews about the personal struggles and the behind the scenes yeah. thing when he wasn't on that he went through so relatable Mm -hmm. and to hear someone of that caliber who i looked up to share something like that and say i get it i totally get what he's saying i get where he's coming from and hearing other people from the same walks Mm -hmm. of life and within comedy say similar things it's like Mm -hmm. wait a minute i'm not the only one who's like telling inappropriate jokes to mask this situation we're in okay good thanks yeah and so i I do that and if i can say real quickly one more thing about robin williams one thing i started doing because apparently is what you can do as a business owner mm-hmm. is when I'm working, I have like movies playing in the background. Yeah. I dedicated myself to watching the entire catalog of every lead role that Robin Williams was mm. in. A lot of stuff I'd never seen mm-hmm. early on in his career, like credit where credit is totally due. Mm-hmm. Such great acting chops. Oh my goodness. He did some early dramatic stuff that, yes. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to say here, like, I'll, I'll get an emotional, yeah. like, oh, my yeah. gosh, this is good. Yes. So just shout out there. If you ever get the chance, check out some of his older stuff, yes. too. I want to say Patch Adams is, like, my favorite movie. Yeah, I'm not there time. yet. I'm not there yet in the catalog, yes. but I will be soon. Now I'm on Dead Poet Society, which is 89, I think. Yes. So I want to share, well, obviously, we've had so many great moments together over the years, but I just think of like how encouraging you've been to me, how supportive you've been in my dreams, how you would always bring me along for things you were doing within the community when you used to shout out to Friday Night Live and Tura County Office of Education, whom I still work with to this day. And you would have different things coming up. You're like, Shadi, I want to have you come and speak here and mentor here. And you would always just be cheering me on and reminding me to stay on the path that I'm on and to keep going. And so I want you to and the part of the reason I wanted to bring you here is in celebration of you as well and for you to know how much of a wonderful impact you're making not only in youth's lives, but in adults like me and people that are in similar career fields and passions as you. And I'm just so thankful for that, you know, and then always, even in the midst when things, the schedules will be crazy and we're trying to move. You just would have me laughing about something so silly <laughs> and you'd help, you remind me like, Shadi, it's going to be okay. We're just going to move through this and keep going. <sighs> Take a deep breath (laughs) and we just keep going. And I just those are things I carry with me from our friendship and our 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 partnering together in business and in community work. And so I just want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Shade. And right back at you. You are just 
you're a total vibe girl. Like I, <laughs> I love working with you. You bring positivity, which is something I always love to have and have yep. around me. Thank and you. I think that's what our, especially our young people and those in our community who we talked about don't always feel like they got that voice. Yeah. I think that what you do and what you bring complements them so well, which is why I always supported having you around because <laughs> we need more Sade's out there, at least this one. So. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's my hope in the future, not to make more of me, but to be able to, same similar to what you have done, to raise up enough mentors and coaches and leaders and people that want to do what we do because we can only be in one, well, if you include social media or live, two places at once, but really still that's not enough. But if we can raise up enough mentors and leaders and coaches, et cetera, that we share the same DNA, but as themselves, it's just going to continue to spread and create a domino effect and so Gabe how do you want to incorporate more comedy joy and laughter in your life and career this year well um I don't know if y'all been seeing the uh weather guy I apologize I don't remember his his at right now mm -hmm. but the uh weather guy that's on TikTok and Instagram oh, the one that, who dances well no he he drops like uh song lyrics oh yeah the weather reports oh yeah oh my god gold right <laughs> and I'm like why didn't I think of that I could be dropping song lyrics uh, on uh, city council meetings but <laughs> Um, as far as incorporating comedy yeah. or incorporating, uh, you know, that levity mm -hmm. into things, um, everything I do, I always try to think, okay, what's the solution here? What's the positive light here? Even very difficult situations. All mm -hmm. right, we can get this figured out. And what can we do to connect on this? And again, if for me, connecting is with laughter and mm -hmm. levity and joy and, and comedy, like, sure, I'm going to use that. We're right. appropriate, of course. I've yes, learned of course. over time that, you know, it's not always a, you know, not not every funeral needs a joke. Like, <laughs> just throwing that out there. You better, y'all good better be telling jokes at mine whenever that is a million years from now. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I intend to live forever. I mean, so far, so good. But, um, but no, yeah, I, using I decorum, I get what you're saying. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, bringing that back to, to the question, mm -hmm. um, really just keeping that positivity and remembering, all right, we're all in this for positive outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think there's many people out there who want who intentionally want negative things to happen right. in everyday life right. or in your city or in your personal life, mm -hmm. right? And so as long as we know that we're on the path towards a better community, mm -hmm. the best possible community for our young people who are yeah. coming up and those who are here now in adulthood, that's where we need to go and however we get there yeah if it includes positivity and optimism in that like yeah let's I'm, i want to include that as much as we can yes definitely i agree so we're going into a song break here is see you again by brown suede shout out to the lead singer of this band doc martin who was a special guest on our show last month and we are super excited we were having a great time we want y'all to keep listening to laugh about it with sade champagne on kjbu 99.3 fm So lost now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. And we have the benevolent, visionary, hilarious, talented Gabe Turan live in the studio with us. Don't you look around, Gabe. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, somebody else coming in. Nice. I'm talking to you. If you want to be a sponsor for my Laugh About It radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out via email or on my social media. So, Gabe, before we go into our game, we have some comedy event announcements so wednesday march 22nd at copper blues in oxnard from 7 to 10 p.m denise carter presents open mic for comedians gabe gabe so you could win a chance to open up for a major headliner at oxnard levity live this is next wednesday march 22nd at copper blues in oxnard at the collection from 7 to 10 p.m wait a minute what if i go and i win (laughs) Then, then you're like elevated like yeah, oh I no see. but then that means you could have been doing it all this time oh, I, in the midst of all the other amazing things you do i think the only way i'd win is if i was the only one who showed up so uh-uh, don't even don't, then that's question don't count yourself out my friend thank you <laughs> and then also friday march 24th i can't believe that's already next friday so next friday march 24th and saturday march 26th at copa comedy club formerly known as ventura harbor comedy club skip clark and richard chasler are live get your tickets at 805-645-1500 Zero zero. That's eight zero five six four five one five zero zero. And then on Wednesday, March 29th at the Grape in Ventura, Max Meals and Let Loose Comedy at 7.30 p.m. They have an amazing show that's going on at the Grape in Ventura. You go to eventbrite.com or you can even look up on my stories. And if you want to get a promo code for the show, Type in laugh with Sade all together, all caps, laugh with Sade for a promo code with a discount to the show. And I'm doing that because I love y'all and I'm going to be in the building and having so much fun. And then last announcement, Maddie Chimber, he was our first celebrity guest here on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne last week. All of his upcoming shows are posted at MaddieChimber.com, M-A-T-T-Y-C-H-Y-M-B-O-R.com. I'm telling you, he is my favorite new to me comedian, period. And so obviously I I came up with that term new to me because just because someone is new to you doesn't mean they just got started. You know, people be like, oh, my God, I I never heard of you before. I'm like, well, thank you so much. But I've been doing this for a long time. Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) So we're going to play Say What? This is where we ask you rapid fire questions and you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind, Gabe. Are you ready? (laughs) <laughs> all right all right do i and need to stand up for this like, get my game stance on <laughs> three two one favorite comedian Ooh, favorite comedian that's a hard, again that's like asking my favorite kids then give me give us more than one game all right so i'm gonna throw out there i already mentioned the great robin williams there yes. george carlin that guy was mm-hmm. um oh so good yeah but i do want to give a shout out to my upbringing watching in living color mm. and seeing the waynes brothers and sister oh uh. Love and them. Uh, I mean, with David Allen Greer. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, such an all-star <laughs> Jim cast. Jim Carrey on there. <laughs> we, we can't live that. We can't leave those guys. Yeah. Jamie Foxx 
Was, I think I heard of him before. Yeah. Was he on that? <laughs> oh, no, he wasn't on that one. He was on... Uh, yes, he was. No, he, he was. He, you he got was. me I'm just good. I was going to say, you got me good. Uh, I'm being facetious here. <laughs> All right. So anyways, yeah. So the the cast of A Living Color, for yes. sure. And then um, those, those greats. And can I give a, a deep cut here? Yes. So my uh, stepdad, my second stepdad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so my, my stepdad, yeah. uh, when I was a kid, he mm-hmm. turned me on to a comedian, Stephen Wright. Oh. And um, it's it's a very dry dry type of humor, folks. But yeah. if you get a chance, like, <laughs> go listen. You can look at that. Look him up on uh, YouTube right now. Yeah. And so great. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, go ahead. What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended? Ooh, best live comedy show I've ever attended. You know, um, I think it was... It, it, this all blends together. I think it was probably pre-pandemic 2019. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was when Paulo Francisco was here last, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. he um, he had some stuff he was using, but I think there was some new stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate Paulo Francisco because, I mean, he's just... He's got a good balance of like absurdity and like, mm-hmm. you know, tangible stuff. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll throw that out there. It was probably the last one I went to, honestly. <laughs> when was the last time you laughed really hard? Oh, earlier when the song was going on. Like we were having a riot in here. Y'all should have been here. Should I mean, yeah, listen at home so we could like get those ratings. But you should have been in this room here what we were going over. That's so funny. Best compliment you've ever received from someone. <laughs> I think that goes along with the. So uh, can I tell the story real quick? Yes. All right. So one time my wife and I are um, over on the East Coast and we're at this uh this um, food court, right? Ordering food. Mm -hmm. And I ordered my food. And then, you know, this sweet, you know, elderly lady next to me, Mm -hmm. she turns to me, she says, you speak great English. (laughs) And I'm just like, should I be offended or like what? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, and so my response is only thing I, only thing I could think of is, well, thank you. It's my first language. And, <laughs> it's like when so, someone tells me you are so well-spoken. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're so funny. What do you love most about comedians? Uh, I love their ability to, um, talk about a number of different situations and Mm -hmm. then have us see the humor in it, have us all think about it and all of us laugh together. Mm -hmm. If you have the talent to be able to come up on stage, number one, majority of the population cannot, will not do. No, it's the biggest fear ever. Yeah, whether it's comedy, speaking, whatever. Yeah. Number one, like props to them for being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Number two, being able to say things that are not just funny things, but say it in a funny way and be a funny person. Yes. And have a room full of people Mm -hmm. who may have different experiences, different life paths, different mm-hmm. politics yep. laugh at that great although i will say that when uh, it gets political and you start seeing some people getting a little uh hurt in there yeah um if the politics align with mine and not somebody's else somebody <laughs> else's i'm gonna laugh at that I'm like, oh yeah sure you're like oh it doesn't affect me like, <laughs> that's funny somebody's getting activated over there that's funny Ooh. favorite type of comedy to watch uh, is you it know, movies? Because I know you love movies. I uh, love movies, yeah. yeah. So a very well-written comedy that has a great story is great. But mm-hmm. I also love the uh, kind of physical slapstick. So like Airplane comes oh, to yeah. mind. Love Airplane. Yeah. But then something like, oh my gosh, this is this hasn't aged well, but I still will laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Is there something about Mary? That type of Fairly oh, Brothers yes. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all about that kind of laughter. But knowing that that's not for everybody, I'm going to acknowledge it. Yes, right. What brings you joy? Oh, what brings me joy? Um, seeing uh, seeing people experience success, seeing our city get to a better space, seeing when even someone who's in a really kind of frustrated space mm-hmm. comes back and says, thank you for helping me with this problem. Mm. Um, and then I, of course, throw that back to the city staff and say, hey, you know, they're they're the ones who did the actual work. You just brought it to me. And, you know, I figured out who can address it but seeing people be in one space and get to a better space Mm -hmm. i love seeing that no matter what context that's in whether it be a student whether it be someone from my city work whatever but Mm -hmm. seeing someone end up in a little bit better headspace or physical space i just Mm -hmm. i live for that i love that who or what inspires you oh well absolutely my uh host today inspires me Mm -hmm. in her positivity and what she does thank you but i do want to also as we mentioned earlier the folks who came before us mm-hmm. and sacrificed and worked hard to yeah. be able to give us opportunities that we have today, mm-hmm. we there's opportunities in everything and lessons in everything. Yes. And I think if we acknowledge that and honor that, that's going to help us in guiding our path. And so mm. people who came before, um, who were intentioned on giving people after them mm-hmm. the best possible leg up, mm-hmm. they inspire me also. Yeah. Favorite meme or current favorite meme? Oh, my gosh. My favorite meme? Well, I mean... <laughs> 
you can look at gifs you can look at uh you know <laughs> the actual like picture memes yes i don't know and you know i love cars and there's yeah. a lot of car memes that come up yeah. and like uh, a lot of these uh short videos that they relate it to cars instead yeah and I wish I had more people to laugh with about that. I got my car <laughs> friends I'll send them to, but I can't like turn to my wife and I look at this. She'll look at us and I don't get it. So, like, well, let me explain to you. So uh, when a transmission's going bad, it's going to happen. Or or no, wait. So there's a Ford and like they make this sound specific yeah. to their power steering when and it's failing. Okay. Like. Exactly. Yeah. Favorite comedy movie. Oh my gosh. Um, favorite comedy movie. Everybody just heard how long my nails are right now. Um, <laughs> no, maybe it could have been me. Oh, I think mine are longer than yours, actually. <laughs> oh, they are. So um, now that everybody knows about my personal hygiene, let's go back <laughs> to the question at hand. I will throw out there, I love um, those Zuckerberg, those uh, Zucker movies, the Naked Gun, oh, Airplane, yeah. like yeah. those parody yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. Like when it's just like a fast pace of just laughing. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the uh, last one is funniest joke you've ever heard? Oh, my gosh. Can I tell two? Yes. And they're both shout outs to things we've just talked about. Yes. Okay. So um, the Naked Gun was based on mm -hmm. a show that was short-lived called Police Squad, mm -hmm. right? There is um, – there. I'm already laughing You about know it. you can tell I, when someone loves it because we start laughing. <laughs> so it's a short clip. And, folks, you can look it up on YouTube right now. Yeah. YouTube Police Squad Locksmith. So there's a gentleman sitting. He's like the bad guy, right, the villain. And I think he even has a cat on his lap, right, that he's petting. So he has his back to the door. Someone walks in the door and he turns around thinking it's going to be one of his henchmen. And uh, he says, all right, so did you take care of like blah, blah, blah. And the protagonist, Leslie Nielsen, is there. And he says, you know, the gig's up or whatever. And the bad guy says, who are you? And how did you get in here? And he says, I'm a locksmith. And I'm a locksmith. I know, so, I love that. So that's the first one. Second okay. one, let's let's throw it back to Stephen Wright. All okay. right. So this is the type of stuff Stephen Wright does. And if you hear the voice, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to do the voice, but because okay. I don't want to take it from him. That's his trademark. Okay. But he, he does these stories, right? And there's absurdity in them. Mm -hmm. So he talks about one time he's hitchhiking by the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And one of those trucks that has all the cars on the back of it mm -hmm. pulls over. And the truck driver tells him, you know, I don't have room up here in the cab. But if you want, you can uh, jump back in, in one of the cars and hang out up there. And, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, I got the king kick back like I was in my own car. In fact, he stopped and picked up 20 hitchhikers and we all had our own cars. and We're driving down the highway, right? <laughs> and then the truck driver got pulled over for speeding and we all got speeding tickets. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. So that was Say What? Our next what? segment is What's Next? So, Gabe, please tell us what you're currently working on, what you have coming up. Share anything you'd like to promote from past, present, or future. Sure. And um, I know uh, uh, your past guests, you know, if you got someone who actually does onstage comedy, like they got like shows they can promote, right? Yes. So I'll say, uh, folks, you can see me every Tuesday night on the Oxnard City Council uh, and you can tune in on the Spectrum or the Frontier channel, whatever that is. I don't know. I don't have cable. <laughs> or you can tune into the city's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Oxnard News. I am not a spokesperson for the city. We have an actual person who's paid to do that. But as an elected official, I hope that you get civically engaged and tune in and watch those meetings. We actually do important stuff, mm -hmm. but you can see me. That's that's my connection to the comedy thing. Yes. You can see me every Tuesday night on our uh, city council. But stuff that I am working on, mm -hmm. um, real quick, two things. So within the city, uh, I do have a town hall meeting coming up for okay. District 2, but it's open to anyone in the city. It'll be at Rio Vista Middle School next Wednesday, March 22nd. It's funny. I didn't come here to promote that, but it came to mind right now. <laughs> and um, it's actually a really important topic. Our city manager is going to be sharing with the public about uh, uh, educational attainment and uh, jobs disparity within the city of Oxnard. This generational cycle of people who, uh, you know, go to high school, maybe they graduate, maybe they don't. And the um, difficulty in attaining post-secondary education and what that means in their job prospects and what they can do for work and career and how that tends to uh, how that can limit people in what they feel they can accomplish or what they can actually accomplish. So he's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about what the city and our school districts are doing and can do more of to break that cycle and give people more opportunities to uh, do to build some more wealth, to get some more uh, skill building, to get them 
more buying power and elevate themselves and their um, families who come after them mm. in the city of Oxnard. So that's March that. 22nd. Next Wednesday, Rio Vista Middle School, 6 p.m. Great. And then, so that was the first one. Was there one more you said you wanted? Yeah. So um, you had mentioned that I am a business owner. And so I started a consulting company. I did a lot of work um, around, I've worked in our education system for almost the last 15 years. And um, it's a passion of mine. Prior to that, I worked in substance use treatment. Then I went into prevention work. And now I work directly with our school districts and our community-based organizations on engaging youth, doing this substance use prevention, doing health promotion, being able to work with young people directly and or training staff how to do that. And I'm not promoting a business, but I want folks to know that work's happening. Your school districts, your community-based organizations are working hard on that. And I want to be part of the solution to help with that. And, um, you know, just know that behind the scenes, you have folks like myself and other organizations like Bright, um, like... Uh, shout out to Bright Youth. I love them. Shout out to Bright. Absolutely. My fam. Ventura County Public Health, Ventura County Behavioral Health, yes. the Education System, Ventura County Office of Education, all your school districts. They're not sitting idly by and not addressing these things. We recognize the needs of young people, especially in a post-pandemic world around youth and adult and family mental health and mm. knowing what we need to do to address that and try and stay ahead of it. So mm. I know you asked for what I'm working on. Yes. Like I am one piece of a much bigger puzzle, but know that that's happening and anything you can do to jump into that or mm. if you want more information, your school districts, there are people who have that info on what's going on. Shout out to our wellness centers. Shout out to the 988 helpline, mm. crisis helpline. Yes, so, yes. Great. Thank you, Gabe. We're going into our audience question of the week. We love hearing from our listeners and supporters. The question I posed on my social media was, what's something you still enjoy as an adult that's childlike? Hashtag laugh about it. And these are some of the responses we received. On Instagram, we received naps. Love that. Next was my inner child. <laughs> no, Gabe is sitting there I'm over shaking, shaking his my head. head. No, I, I, I ain't a nap person. If I take a nap, I'm just going to make up for it in the nighttime. So. Um, next response was my inner child heart. I love that. Another response was playing hungry hippo. Another response was collecting seashells. I love that too. And so Gabe, what is something that you still enjoy as an adult that's childlike? Wow, I feel like I, I probably grew up a little too fast. Um, I mean, if you're watching Pulp Fiction and Tarantino stuff at 11, <laughs> probably that's, that's that's an indicator that you know you're, you're, you're ahead like of I'm the not curve. looking at no sticker shut in. Yeah. Um, you know, my my Lisa Frank collection is something. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's a great question. You know, I really do enjoy um, a, a really good like side bursting lip laps like slapping mm -hmm. comedy like mm -hmm. you know and I, I see it in my oldest daughter too mm -hmm. she loves like, we have the same kind of sense of humor yeah. and or similar sense of humor she loves she's starting to love those movies that i loved like mm. the comedy ones wow and so as a kid i watched those and so i love revisiting those and getting that feeling mm -hmm. so for me i would say well you know i am an old soul, but I'm also very childlike. And so for me, I love cartoons. I also love seashells. I love stickers. I love unicorns. I love butterflies. I am one of those people like how kids are when they can just see excitement and beauty and everything. And so I can see little things. And a lot of my best friends are like this. And we could be walking and we see some flowers that are blooming and we'll stop and be like, oh, and we'll take it all in. And so <laughs> I think that's definitely something I love as well. Oh, and hold up. I want to change my answer now. <laughs> No, um, no, absolutely. And I will say yeah. you totally inspired me on that. Remember, I told you you were inspiring. Mm -hmm. But um, heart. when it comes to the kids stuff like that, yes. um, and this is just, this has always been me. Yeah. Like at any given time, I'll have a bowl of cereal. Like, uh, see, I'll do that anytime. That still counts. But then, <sighs> and my wife will absolutely agree with probably everyone on this. I ate the most boring cereal. Even as a kid, I didn't <laughs> like, you, like raisin sugary brand? stuff. Not, raisin raisin bran is kind of sweet sometimes. Like if you look at the sugar yeah. content of that, yeah. the blander the better for me. Like that's just, that's <laughs> how I've always funny been. because you're not a bland, you are square, but you're not a bland person. You know what, maybe that's a secret folks. And everybody's saying like, <laughs> how do you look the same? Like, why does your skin look like not, that? You do have beautiful skin. Oh, just not you. that much sugar. Likewise, my friend. Thank and you. And maybe it's no sugar, maybe it's vegetarian, yeah. maybe it's no soda. Like, hey, I'm sorry if I'm like breaking people's hearts here, but. <laughs> All I know is that's what I've been doing the last yeah. like 20, 25 years. Yeah. So. I do love cereal too, but I've I found, um, 
Shout out to, oh my gosh, I'm not to tell y'all at the, the commercial break or the song break, but there's an amazing cereal brand where it's all natural and then it's, it's sweetened with fruit and I love it so much. And okay. so that's Random, Bobby well. Collins was the host of the VH1 Sandra Spotlight. <laughs> Bobby Collins. And it came back to you. <laughs> you know what? And Sade, you're a witness. I didn't Google that. My phone's nowhere near no. me. It just literally came back to it me. It was so. like, your brain was like, we're going to remember this. And so we're going to go into our last song break. This is one of my all-time favorite songs. This is Heaven by Nick Jonas and keep listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on 99.3 FM radio station in Oxnard. We're going to go into our final segments after this song break and wrap up for our show this week. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne right here on 99.3 FM and Oxnard. We're going to get into one of our final segments. This is Let's Go, where I review live comedy shows, events, and movies I've seen or attended recently. We're still here with one of my dear friends, amazing business owner, humanitarian, 
funny guy himself, city council member for the city of Oxnard, Gabe Turan. <laughs> and so we've been having such a fun time, Gabe. So last Wednesday, I went to Denise Carter's open mic night at Copper Blues. And of course, I, she was like, well, singers can get up here too to perform. I was like, well, of course I want to sing. It's always a good time to you, perform. You don't turn that down. <laughs> exactly. That's like free french fries. Like, well, <laughs> I just ate, but I'll take it. Yeah. Exactly. And so that was super fun. I saw a lot of familiar faces, which was great. And then I also saw a lot of new comedians. And that's one of the great things about this show and about when you're a lover of comedy and a comedy fan is you're always able to meet new comedians. You're able to see more and more people. And the cool thing with this open mic night is there were different types of comedians there, like people you wouldn't even expect, which I think is great because comedy is subjective. And even if someone is not funny to you, they can be funny to someone else. And so that was really exciting. I already mentioned to you all, make sure you go to Copper Blues next Wednesday. And it's only $5 and $5 to see all those different comedians and all different levels and backgrounds and walks of life was so much fun. And then secondly, last Thursday or this past Thursday, I went to comedian Ron G's birthday party slash comedy taping event in Santa, Santa Monica at Senator Jones. My mom and I went. We have been big supporters of Ron G since 2017. We met him at the Laugh Factory through Chocolate Sundays, which is a comedy show that's been produced by, I want to say, Pookie Washington. And he's worked with Kevin Hart and so many other amazing comedians over the years. And he brings all these brown and black comedians that are able to come to the the Laugh Factory and Ron G was one of the hosts there. And my mom and I thought he was so funny, his physical comedy, his storytelling. And so we ended up taking a picture that day. We stayed in touch. We continue to see him at shows, always supporting. And he is just doing amazing. He is killing it. And so it was great to go to his birthday party. And now he's married. Him and his wife just had their first child. Their baby is only six weeks old. He's had a show on Nickelodeon that he starred in. He's been writing for a lot of shows and films. He's touring. He's just phenomenal. And so so we had a great time. It was hosted by Tahir Moore, who was on Kevin Hart's um, Real Comedians tour. And then also another comedian, I want to say his name was Chris Sneed. And he was super funny as well. But it was just great. And I'm so glad because I was laughing so hard and at that show that to hear the host came up to me real close and he was like that's a funny laugh right there he's like you laugh he's like don't cover your mouth don't no no you laugh he goes that's a good laugh he goes i love your laugh he's like laugh harder harder <laughs> and i almost fell out of my chair and he's like just die he goes then i could tell him she's killing him or he's killing him and it just was so funny and i just had a great time and i'm so thankful that i was my mom and i were able to be there for his taping because now when that is airs and, and when he sells that he's gonna they're gonna hear my laughter and you if you know me you know my laugh and they're gonna hear that in there and it's gonna be so great and i believe it's gonna bring a lot of people joy so that was phenomenal our final segment gabe is it's all good this is where we share a good news story that's happening and we need to hear more good news, positivity, and optimism. We're often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there's also great things happening too. There are good things to celebrate. And so this story is via the goodnewsnetwork.org. I have an e I'm signed up to their email list, so I get good news sent to me every day. So the title of the story is going to trip you out. Man sprints along four-lane snowy highway to stop woman's runaway car. Oh. I know. It says, when a Massachusetts woman lost consciousness at the wheel of her car on the highway, she can thank her lucky stars she did it in the view of Adolfo Molino. The tall and powerful Dominican sprinted across a four-lane highway in the snow to try and stop her car as it brushed against the quad rails while continuing to accelerate on the shoulder of the road. A nearby driver recorded the rescue attempt and put it up on TikTok where the images of Molina trying to slow the car by grabbing the door handles went viral. I was surprised at first, but at the end of the day, I wasn't because he's a helpful person. His wife, Mati Penna, remarked to CBS Boston. Something in his mind just said, go help. So he got out of the car and did what he needed to do. It was like a sign of God. God sent him to do that mission. At one point, another person came to give Molina a hand and together they tried to use sticks to stop the still moving car, which was beginning to move backwards, move back towards the highway. They tried to push it into the guardrails to at least slow it down. State police later revealed the driver was a 57-year-old woman from New Hampshire who had indeed lost consciousness 
consciousness for unknown reasons. The video doesn't include the eventual end of the pursuit when her car hit a divider and stopped. She was transferred to a nearby hospital and Molina who was honored for his heroism at the Dominican consult in Boston, hopes to be able to meet her someday. Wow. I know. That's, you know, I love that there's people out there Mm -hmm. who without hesitancy Mm. will do what's right because it's the right thing to do. Yes. And, um, you know, shout out to that guy and shout out that he wasn't the one standing there recording it. Um, uh, I do. I was going to say that too. I'm glad it ended up on TikTok for people to see, but that means someone was standing there. And they could have been a part of it helping or at least call 911 yeah. or something. No judgment zone here. Yes. But I'm just throwing that out there. Yes. If you can help, you should help. Like, yes. we're, we're all humans. We're all in this. We all have the right and the value to, to yeah. live and get help when we need it. Exactly. I love these stories. And so make sure y'all sign up for the goodnewsnetwork.org. I'm going to be posting all the stories from every week that we have shared on my story stories on my social media so you can go back and read them and just feel good and realize, remember and realize all the great things happening. So we want to thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. Thank you to our special guest Gabe Turan. Please follow him on G-A-B-E-T-E-A T-E wait we're going to do that one more time. Follow him on Instagram at G-A-B-E-T-E-R-A-N-O- X-N-A-R-D. So basically Gabe Turan Oxnard. But I spelled it out because that can help folks out. Or also the same on Twitter. He's smart. Gabe Turan Oxnard. You can also book him there as well. And y'all, I need y'all to go and message him and encourage him to continue doing more public speaking and more stand-up comedy and to follow all his other passions. Okay. Why are you whispering like like <laughs> I'm not gonna hear you? Like I'm not sitting right in front of you with these headphones on. I, I hear you, Sade. I see you. So I need y'all to do that for me, okay? Yeah. And I did keep it simple for you. Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> yes. TikTok, YouTube, yes. even Facebook, all Gabe Turan Oxnard. So. Yes, so make sure you follow him on there. I love to use my platform energy and gifts to make a positive impact on my community and around the world. My upcoming live and virtual schedule is always posted on my social media stories. You can book me there or via email. We'll be back next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with a brand new episode with professional chef and comedian McKinnon Beaton. I'm Sade Champagne, and thanks for listening to my radio show. Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. to live for laugh about it laugh about it with shiny champagne joy is our superpower always takes us higher when life is feeling low we will blossom like a flower fill our mouths with laughter gives us strength to glow special guest comedians stories segments too we want to know what makes you laugh what brings you joy when you are blue thank you for tuning in tell your family tell a friend laughter is a gift for all so share your smile and let's stand tall laugh about it laugh about it with shiny champagne laugh about it laugh about it with shiny champagne there is so much more in store we have so much to Laugh about it, laugh about it With shiny champagne